Hey, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas. This is Season 17, Episode 370. Title, The Biblical Basis for the Divine Life. Subtitle, Many Sowed Two in the miniseries Batten Down the Hatches. Here in Episode 2, let's revisit the biblical basis for the concept of the divine life. The Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, speaks of a unique life originating from God, distinct from the earthly life experienced by humans. This divine life can be characterized by several key attributes. Attribute number one, the divine life is from God, who is the source of all life and creation. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. It's not something we achieve through our own efforts, but a gift bestowed upon us through faith in Jesus Christ. This life is described as eternal, perfect, and holy, exceeding the limitations of our earthly existence. The divine life is eternal. Unlike earthly life, which is finite and subject to death, the divine life is eternal and everlasting. Of course, the famous, the probably the most famous scripture in the Bible, John 3.16, declares, For God loved the world in this way. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. The divine life is holy and perfect. God is described as holy and perfect. In Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Found in Matthew chapter 5, he gives the commandment in verse 48, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. In James chapter 1 verse 17 it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And the divine life reflects this inherent nature. My friend, this life is free from sin and corruption, characterized by love, righteousness, and purity. 1 John 4, 8 says that the one who does not love does not know God, because God is love. The divine life is in communion with God. The essence of the divine life is its connection to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9 says, God is faithful. You were called by Him into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a life lived in relationship with and obedience to Him, characterized by prayer, worship, and a desire to fulfill His will. The divine life empowers us to live obedient lives before God, seeking His guidance and presence as we align our thoughts, words, and action with God's will and teachings. The divine life seeks spiritual growth, continuously reading and learning God's Word, maturing and deepening our understanding of God and our purpose in His kingdom. The divine life is transformational. Receiving the divine life transforms us individually. It empowers us to overcome sin live according to God's standards, and experience joy and peace that surpasses earthly understanding. We experience regeneration, where our sinful nature is replaced with a new heart and a desire to live in accordance with God's will. We experience sanctification, where we are progressively cleansed and set apart from sin and dedicated to living a holy life. We are constantly renewed and empowered by the Holy Spirit to live more fully in the image of Christ. Romans chapter 6 tells us just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life, in the likeness of His resurrection, no longer enslaved to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. We now have the supernatural power of God to offer all the parts of ourselves to God 
as weapons for righteousness. Now, since we have been set free from sin and have become enslaved to God, we have fruit which results in sanctification, and the outcome is the eternal life, gift of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. My friend, it's good to batten down the hatches of our hearts, to prepare for the challenging or difficult times by spiritually, mentally, and emotionally protecting ourselves. We must guard our spirits, hearts, and souls in anticipation of life adversities, mental disappointments, or emotional turmoil. It's a good thing to batten down the hatches as we prepare our hearts for the new calendar year, the most important election year, where the course of our nation will be decided. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.